With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Canadian Mike with another Canadian fun fact. Did you know that the oldest known rocks in the world can be found in Canada, including a 4.28 billion year old rock that was discovered by geologists in 2001? Now that you have this fun fact, you can get ready for another episode of this podcast. Before we continue my first ever journey through the Harry Potter series, just a few quick announcements. First, as I mentioned in the intro of the last episode, you can now buy a replay of the Potterless Holiday Digital Live Show that Kelly and I put together Wizarding World Survivor. If you go to potterlesspodcast.com slash merch, you can get a replay. It will come with a download file of the YouTube live that we did, as well as the slides that were part of the presentation. So again, that's just on the merch page. It's $10, just like the ticket prices were, and that's potterlesspodcast.com slash merch. Speaking of slides and live shows, this episode that you are about to hear is from a live show in the past. In July of 2019, I traveled with all of Multitude to be a part of Podcast Movement. We did some presentations as as well as live shows, and this was one of those live shows. It was in the morning in the convention hall, so you might hear a little bit of background noise, but shout out to Brandon Grugel who helped perfect this audio with various editing softwares. And we were very far away from the crowd, so you won't be able to hear lots of laughter and reactions, but I promise we were very funny, as you're about to hear. Also, there was a slideshow to go along with it, so I have put that link available. It's in the description of this podcast, but you can also go to bit.ly slash potterlessww, all lowercase, and you can check out the slideshow that was playing live as we did this live show. And of course, I want to take the time to thank our newest patrons who joined our team over at patreon.com slash potterless for supporting the show and keeping it going. So shout out to Karen Molden, Trina Masik, Timmy Vadas, Delilah Schultz, Rachel Berman, and yes, I did pronounce the period that Rachel put after her first name, Peggy Peggs, Stefan, and Holly Foster. And a huge shout out to Catherine Carolchak, who upgraded to the producer level status. Catherine joins the ranks of our producer level patrons. Vicky, Christine, Aaron, Clown, Marchismo, Juan, Rosemary, Maria, Lisa, Audra, Eleanor, Nikita, Rachel, Zachary, Alex, John, Noel, Claire, Rory, Veronica, Lada, Noah, Tracy, Colleen, Jennifer, Justin, Jacob, Maya, Mark, Polly, Zena, Harlan, Noelia, Nikki, Kine, Amanda, Kafir, Sarah, Marta, Maya, Flor, Georgia, Skyla, Adele, Professor, Threat, Ellie, Michael, Kelly, Kerry, Connie, Jen, Nedry, Will, Marcos, Marik, Ashton, Brittany, Phelan, the Meadows family, Ginny, Heather, Kevin, Jarl, Peter, Jan, and Callahan. Han, Leah, Bella, Melanie, Becca, Reese, Adam, Joseph, Lily's mom, Madison, Tonk, Sabrina, Sophia, Farzan, Melanie, Matt, Okamahime, Boney Pony, Kelsey, Rike, Taylor, Megan, Riley, Laurel, Erica, Miranda, Landon, Kendra, Natanya, Yogan, Darcy, Sandra, Craig, Lior, Demi, Michelle, Callista, Jennifer, Henrique, Delkis, Katrina, Casey, Megan, Zat, Jack, Sophia, Dane, Robin, Chick, Mermaid, Dedekins, Alaria, Gregory, Stan, Kaka, Nina, Ribbon, Brittany, Ashley, Gavin, Jack, Serenity, Emily, Haley, Sabrina, Jenna, Laura, Gila, Eileen, Annette, Kirsten, Hufflepuff, Brett, Hunter, Mary, Artemis, Trans People or People, Samantha, Nina, Tatiana, Taylor, Karis, Vomit, Spider. Tony Joe, Punkfish, Rochelle, Wire Warriors, Steamed Nuggets, and Can't I Potter? Who never start the dishwasher right before recording intros in a room that's close enough where you can hear the dishwasher beeping because it's been put on pause, so every 30 seconds you have to wait and retake the line that you just did. You're a professional podcaster, what are you doing? If you want to be like one of these amazing patrons and get access to bonus episodes, director's commentary, monthly live streams, and more, you can head on over to patreon.com slash potterless. But without further ado, let's get into episode 157 of Potterless, discussing the wizarding world of Harry Potter theme parks, guest starring Julia Shafini. I want to introduce to stage Mike Schubert from Multitude, Potterless Podcast, and Julia Shafini, 
from Multitude and Spirits Podcast. Please give me a round of applause as we introduce these people. Woo! I've been watching. Oh, baby. I'm very excited today because I get to talk about two of my favorite things to discuss, things that are so good and things that are the worst. And here we are in Orlando, the capital of that. And we're going to be talking about the Harry Potter theme parks, which is explicitly the wizarding world of Harry Potter. And if I call it anything else, I'll get in trouble from Warner Brothers. So to help me discuss the wizarding world of Harry Potter, I've brought on someone who has been on the show before. She's my colleague at Multitude. She's a generally wonderful human being. It's Julia Shafini. Julia, do you want to come on up and say hello to the people? Do you have a microphone? Oh, there's so many. <laughs> Sweet. So you have been to the Harry Potter world, the wizarding world of Harry Potter. How yes, many times have. have you been in attendance? I have been to uh, the Hogsmeade one, I think three times. Okay. And Diagon Alley just the once. Okay. Sweet. So you've got the full grasp. I've got the full grasp. Yes. Yeah. I have been to the Florida one a few mm -hmm. times. I went at like different stages. I went once before I even started reading the books at all. I went once when I was at like book three. How was that then, experience having no experience? No knowledge is just like, you, it's like all business. You're like, mm -hmm. I just want to go on the rides and I don't care about anything else here. Fair enough. Because it doesn't, people are like, oh wow, look at the stores. And I'm like, I'm getting in line again. <laughs> so it was like very efficient, got on all the rides and stuff. Right. The next time it was cool because I knew some things, uh -huh. but like, I was like, why is there a dragon on top of the bank? This is confusing. Banks don't usually have dragons. No, I don't remember that part because it's in the last book. Uh -huh. And then the last time I went, it was a great because I knew everything and I got the little jokes. There you go. So All the little details. Yes. So speaking of the little details, we're going to cover that today. And now I have a clicker. Ho, ho. First, we're going to be talking about Hogsmeade. So Hogsmeade is the first segment that was built. It was built in the Orlando Park, which was made first. I've been to both Orlando and California, but everything that the Orlando one has, the California one has, uh, it's like a square and a rectangle. So for the sense of ease, we're just basically talking about the Orlando parks. Yeah. So Hogsmeade's got a bunch of stuff. It was made first, so it was a little rushed and it was a little smaller. But You've got Dervish and Bangs. You've got Honey Dukes. You've got Ollivanders. You've got Zonko's Joke Shop. You've got the Three Broomsticks slash the Hogshead. And you've got the Owl Post, which is a fully functional post office, which it I is? think is highly underrated. Yeah, that's it's very incredible. fun. I really like that. So the format that we're going to be doing for this is discussing so good, the worst, and a hidden gem for every part. So what is so good is Ollivanders. It's so, so good. It's fantastic. Now, I've heard that you... And your husband, Jake, have yes. both been chosen as the person? We have, Do you yes. want to describe like what that experience is like? Um, so the first time I went in, we were waiting in line and they only allow like 18 people in at a time or some <laughs> random number like that. And so I stepped up to the thing and they're like, oh, we're going to wait until the next show for you. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I don't mind waiting. It's Ollivanders. Mm -hmm. I've, I've been dreaming about this since I was 11. Fine, sure. whatever. Uh, and so I just started talking with the person who is running the line, mm -hmm. like you do. Be polite and right. waste time. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, I would really love to be picked at, by the end of it. And she's like, okay, well, when you go in, go stand like in the corner right in front of the stairs. And I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> and then I got picked and it was wonderful. That's fantastic. Uh, and when my husband got picked, mm -hmm. we were with... Mostly just very small children. Like, I would say the oldest 
was three or four. So too small to get the adorable too card. Too small to get the adorable card. Right. So my husband was there with his brother and they do a real fun thing when they see siblings where they do the whole thing uh-huh. and then at the end they're like, aha, I have the plan. And then they switch the wands. Classic. Very good. What comedy. <laughs> so if you didn't understand what happens, basically they choose usually the cutest person in the crowd, uh, someone very tiny. So you're yeah. tiny. It yeah, works. It's my fiance Kelly's been chosen. She's five feet tall on a good day. Yeah. So they picked her. But they'll pick someone really tiny, bring them up and then do the whole thing like from the first movie give them the wand part of it like falls away and then they're like oh we give you the wrong wand but the reason i've identified it as so good is the last time that i went specifically they chose this little girl who couldn't have been like more than eight years old Mm -hmm. and she did not speak english at all and her family didn't either but the olivander who was a lady which i also think is really cool that Mm -hmm. they do that is that they don't like have to make it it's got to be an old dude they switch it up and everything so this lady just like worked with the family and just like broke down the barrier of communication Mm -hmm. and just like made it work and just the whole family was like in tears of joy of how cute it was. Uh, Magic is universal, Mike. It was so good. Yeah, magic is the universal language. So that is the so good of Hogsmeade. But we got to talk about what's the worst. And that's the hog's head. I disagree because I enjoy drinking. So I like drinking too. This is a very particular thing because in the books, the hog's head is like the dopest dive bar in all of Harry Potter. It's like a hole in a wall. It's grungy. It looks gross. It's supposed to be like not cool. Old people hang out there. Questionable characters. But You know, it, the best kind of dive bars. The best kind of dive bars. <laughs> Questionable <laughs> people. But that should, ooh, that'd be a good name for a dive bar. Questionable characters. Ooh. So... The problem with this is that it's not its own bar. It does look cool. It's got the big hog's head and everything, mm-hmm. but it's just slapped attached to the three broomsticks, which has a very different vibe. Yes. It's like a big cafeteria with overpriced food. And it's not like its own bar area. Yeah. And it made me sad just because okay. the description in the book is so much more fun than just like, yeah, it's next to the where you get your food. So <laughs> All right, fair that's, enough. That's, it was the biggest letdown for me. I do like their alcohol selection though. That is what's really cool because they brew, different breweries brew beer Mm -hmm. only for the Harry Potter world, which I think is super sweet. They have a stout and a red ale, I believe. They do. And they both have like dragon-y names. It's like dragon and wizard. I don't know. Dragon Sounds about right. You're probably right. And then they also do fire whiskey, which is like fireball that isn't bad. Yeah, it's better fireball. Mm -hmm. So all of our experience (laughs) is drinking fireball. This is better. Yeah. I mean, the bar of being better than fireball, pretty low. (laughs) But we then get into the hidden gem, the conductor. That's me with the conductor. The conductor is fun because he stays by the little train where you can take pictures in front of them. But what's very fun is they're just like the ultimate yes and. So at this point was when I was like, Potterless had just started. We just made the t-shirts. I'm wearing a wizard on thing. That's like not known at all. It's just the catchphrase for a podcast. It's not a real thing. And he comes up and he was just like, wizard on. Yeah, that sounds great. And then just like chatted me up back and forth. It made me feel really fun. And he did like different poses. He made sure the photo was good. For other people, he would recommend them like take a vertical and a landscape one, which is like, this guy knows what he's doing. I think he made making the photo so much more than just that. And you said the night bus people do that kind of thing too, right? They do. And there's an interactive experience with the uh, shrunken head in the night bus and the conductor himself. Which what is happens? Really cool. I don't know. They just like kind of ask you questions and then the head reacts to your questions, which is very weird. I don't know if mm. they have a voice actor or if they have prompts or whatever, but it's really, really cool. Sweet. Yeah. Well, that's super fun. And so, I know as an improviser, you probably love a good improvised interaction. I do. I do. Yeah. I like it. I just really enjoy that they like super go into character and they stick to the bit and you like feel like you were there the whole time. It makes it more immersive, yeah. which is really fun. Sweet. 
We now move on to diagonally, which, hey, did you know that this is a play on diagonally, which is apparently cool? <laughs> I don't, like, everyone, like, when I read this, they're like, isn't that pun great? I'm like, diagonally is just a direction. Well, it's just, it's supposed to be because it's such, a, like, a weird, crooked street uh-huh. that you're going diagonally. And, uh, I guess. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but it's I, not I, that cool. I do give her props because diagon does sound like a cool dragony word. It's sure. one away from dragon, so sure. it's pretty much there. But diagonally, also sweet. This was made later, so they vamped it out. It's a lot larger. Mm-hmm. They've got more intricate setup and everything like that. So naturally, I, it's got way more stuff. I would love to so talk about things. what it replaced. It replaced like some Merlin Merwood crap. No, right? no, no. That was uh, <laughs> that was Hogsmeade. Oh, that was Hogsmeade. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Diagon Alley replaced um, Amity from Jaws and the Jaws ride. Oh yeah, the one that like hurt a guy. Once. One time, Mike. <laughs> one time. But it's really interesting because they have a lot of references to Amity and Jaws throughout the Diagon Alley part. Oh, yeah. what, what do they have? So in the record store, before you actually get into Diagon Alley, mm-hmm. they have um, a record there, which is Here's to Swimming with Bow-Legged Women. Oh. By the Quint Trio, which nice. is the guy from the movie. Yes. Uh, and they have Jaws things like in one of the apothecary shops, like oh. the big shark Jaws. Uh, <laughs> and then in Nocturne Alley, which we'll talk about we a little bit. We will get to because it's very um, good. There are shrunken heads that are in um, the Spanish ladies song. Is that the... Dun- Quint- no, dun- no, no, no. Oh. It's the Quint's drunken song oh, that he sings Oh, that one. Right, right, right. Yeah. I feel like yeah, it would have been too on the nose if they sang yeah, the theme song Yeah, it'd be a little bit Jaws. too much. So there's a lot of stuff. There's a bunch of it's cool. One thing that we're not going to go in detail about that is very fun is the Fountain of Fair Fortune, which is not in the books, but it is just like a separate pub where you can just drink beer. Yep. It's like the adults area mm-hmm. of the of the theme park. It's like the Brookstone of Diagon Alley, sure. where it's like the dad goes there and just sits. It's like, you kids have fun. So what is so good about Diagon Alley is Nocturne Alley, mm-hmm. which Julia talked about. Nocturne Alley is a cooler pun because it's like nocturnally, and it's creepy and dark and at night. That's actually fun. Mm-hmm. Diagonally... Sure, but Nocturne Alley is super cool. It's really creepy and they do a super fun thing where it, like without making it painfully obvious, it's completely enclosed. Yes. uh, And they do it to where it just feels dark in there, which is really fun. And I respect it. They black light and stuff. It's very, very cool. Yes. As you can see from this photo, it's very ominous looking, lots of green lights and stuff. And they have a store where they sell all the like Death Eater merch. It's Borgen and Burks. Oh, yes, exactly. Yeah. It's Borgen and Burks. They sell all the Death Eater stuff if you want to be like, I liked the racists from the books, uh, if you want that merchandise. But it is a cool store because they have like actual props from the movies, like the creepy masks that Lucius wears. They and also stuff have like the vanishing cabinet. And if you stand by it while you're in the store, you can hear the bird chirping <gasps> inside oh, it. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, there's all those little details. It's very cool. That's very like fun. in Diagon Alley, I forgot to mentioned by the women's bathroom you can hear Myrtle crying I have heard that one it's also in the men's restroom which is a little creepier when you're pooping and then there's you know like a 12 year old girl like ooh Harry I mean I don't want to talk about your bowel movements can I have my piece please So what is uh, the worst, though, is the fire dragon. Here's a fun photo of me waiting for the fire dragon to spit fire. So the dragon that sits on top of Gringotts, every 15 minutes, like on the 15 minute, will shoot a big thing of fire. So people around like 310, for example, will line up trying to get a big photo, like I was trying to do. Sure. But the problem is, if it's really windy, the fire can burn people. So That's they, what fire does. Yeah, it does, right? <laughs> uh, the worst. So they have a little smokestack like on the back of the dragon, uh-huh. and if the wind is moving it to much, they don't shoot it off. So, like, I get it, safety, that's very fun. But when I'm standing there at 310, and then at 315, it's too windy, and then at 316, it stops being windy, but they're like, 
Got to wait till 3.30. Then I'm just standing there like a dweeb for like 30 minutes when I could be riding the Hagrid's motorbike or like waiting online for it. How dare the wind mess with your life, my Schubert, and I your, just, your Snapchat opportunities. Right, but it's okay because I eventually got the photo with the fire. There Yay, it, it worked. I, such Thank good you. twerking there. Thank you. Thank uh, you for A that. really fun hidden gem of Diagon Alley is Gilderoy Lockhart's shop. So they have a few storefronts that aren't actually functional. It's just like a window front thing that's actually behind it, just a bigger version of things where you can buy like with Quidditch decorations. Yes, the decorations are really fun. So the one that I really enjoy is Gilderoy Lockhart's shop. So in the books, Gilderoy Lockhart is the self-obsessed person. And in his store, it just has a bunch of like the books that he wrote and a lot of those moving photos like from the movies where he's just like loving himself. It's just a nice little attention to detail that when I hadn't read the books, I was like, this is strange. And then after reading them, they're like, because he's obsessed with himself. I get it. And it's also just nice to see Kenneth Branagh's face in a in a theme park, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Is, is, what else is he famous from? He's actor? a famous Shakespearean actor. He also directed Thor. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I like that for the cast of all the adults in the movies. They're like, let's get this incredibly accomplished person to play this very minor role. Yeah. Like David Tennant being Barty Crouch Jr. is still wild to yeah. me. A lot of <laughs> important wild. people. It's great. It is great. Hey, Pass Mike. It's me, Editing Mike. How's it going? You know what else is great? Being able to pay your bills, eat food, etc. So if you're going to continue to do those great things, we got to take a little bit of a break here for a second we like to call Wingardium Adoridosa. Today's episode of Potterless is brought to you by Loot Crate. Let's say hypothetically that you are a student at Hogwarts and pop culture just doesn't exist at the school for some reason, but you want to get boxes of fun pop culture goodies so that you can teach all your classmates, hey, there's a world outside of the school. What could you do? You could sign up for Loot Crate. If you're a Potterless listener outside of the U.S., you got to listen to this one because they offered local shipping in a ton of different countries. So if you usually can't get these things in Potterless promos because you're not in the U.S., definitely check out Loot Crate and see if your country is one of the countries that they ship to. Loot Crate is the original fan-powered subscription. They partner with your favorite things in entertainment, gaming, sports, and pop culture to deliver monthly-themed crates. You can choose from a bunch of different crates. They have things that range from anime, to comic books, to Disney, to The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, to Britney Spears. There's so many different options. And Loot Crate is a company that is run by fans. They unabashedly celebrate nostalgic moments and characters, from famous heroes to infamous villains to everyone in between. I got some wonderful boxes from Loot Crate in my Loot Crate DX box. I got some Back to the Future merchandise. I got a mug. I got a long sleeve shirt, which I'm currently wearing. They also sent a Jurassic Park backpack and some wonderful pins. Just some fantastic stuff. And it's things that I've never seen before at any sort of store, and I wouldn't have bought otherwise. So it's nice to have these nerdy things in my life. So if you go to multitude.productions.com, Loot Crate and use the code Potterless, you will get 15% off your first order. So again, that code is Potterless. If you go to multitude.production slash Loot Crate and then put in the code Potterless, you will get 15% off at LootCrate.com. So go to multitude.productions slash Loot Crate, L-O-O-T-C-R-A-T-E, use that code Potterless, get 15% off and get a box of fun stuff to share with your Hogwarts classmates today. And now you'll hear words from a few sponsors who make it feasible for me to be a full-time podcaster. Some of these ads will be read by me, others of them won't. The ones that aren't are inserted locally, so if you live internationally, don't be surprised if you hear an ad in your country's native language. And once those ads are complete, we'll get back to this episode of Potterless. 
This episode of Potterless is brought to you by Arena Club. Now, if you listen to this podcast, it should be no secret that I am both a sports nerd and more of a traditional nerd. And when you think of these two types of nerddom, there's one thing that links them together, and that is card collecting. Whether you are looking to buy, trade, sell, or display a card collection of sports cards or Pokemon cards, you should check out Arena Club. ArenaClub.com is the place where you can do all of these things. I have recently made a purchase on the marketplace. I got Lieutenant Surge's Raichu, which is my favorite Pokemon, and I didn't even know that there was a Lieutenant Surge version of the Raichu. So that is a card that I now have, and it's not just some digital thing. I can have this card physically mailed to me. So there's a bunch of cool stuff you can do with Arena Club, including their slab packs. If you have ever done any sort of card collecting, you know that ripping packs or repacks can be a zero transparency type of thing where you're just hoping you get some sort of cool card. But what's nice about the slab packs with Arena Club is that you have full transparency. You see what available cards are there, what your percentage of getting them is, what the gradings are, so it is not a complete black box. You're going into this knowing what cards you might get. And I've been using Arena Club, and it's pretty cool. It's very easy for me to look up different cards. I can favorite them, see what I want, and then whenever I want them shipped to me, I can get them shipped to me, and then I'll have the physical versions of them. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash Wow, that is a wild offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack is 40 Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. We now move on to the performances at the Harry Potter theme parks in the Wizarding World. They have a bunch of different performances. This one, for example, is the Frog Choir, which is like if Pentatonix had frogs, uh, which... Stop shaming Pentatonix. They're not good. <laughs> like, they're not good. <laughs> it's uh, not their, like, yeah, oh, it's only our voices. And then, like, highly edited so that the bass sounds like an instrument. It's like, just play an instrument. You just did it right there, though. I know, but it's not good. <laughs> anyway, when, here's all the stuff. Like, at the Frog Choir, the Triwizard Spear Rally, Tale of the Three Brothers, the Hogwarts Castle Light Show, which is very fun, and Celestina Warbeck. So she's very good. She's I know that's good. one of the few ones you oh, haven't seen, but she is excellent. Fantastic. So what is so good is the tale of the three brothers. I recently watched the seventh film, mm -hmm. and this is mimicked after that part in the movie where it goes all animated and has the animated segment to break down how the uh, Deathly Hallows came to be. And it's really fun because they do this big puppet show where it mimics those like 3D animated characters, yeah. which is really sweet. Yeah, and it's gorgeous puppetry. Like it's yeah. really good work. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I was trying to find just one photo to do it, and there's so many good photos because they switch the different puppets out mm -hmm. and they use the whole space and it's really fun. Yeah. And it's kind of cool because it, it makes more sense in the universe. Like if you were walking around Hogsmeade and people were telling this old tale, like that's something that if you were actually Harry Potter at Hogsmeade, that could yeah. kind of happen. It adds to the lore. Yes, exactly. So that is so good. But, uh-oh, what is the worst? It's the Triwizard Spirit uh, Rally. Yeah. So there's a lot going on here, as you can see. 
You can see in the blue, it's the people from Bo Batten. They do the whole like ribbon dancing, twirling thing, which mm-hmm. is fine. Mm-hmm. You see the Durmstrang dudes who are doing their all intense, like smacking sticks on the ground. Yeah. You see random Hogwarts person looking like very happy, even though they don't do anything What's except like introduce them. The only good thing about it is you'll see to that uh, Hogwarts person's right is the butterfly. So there's someone just like dressed up as a butterfly, because when Bo Batten does their whole thing, Ah, they have a lot of butterflies, and when they do like the, ah, it all comes through. So they have someone dressed up to like represent that, which is very fun. Everyone else like does dance moves, it's okay, but the actual butterfly person does like cartwheels and back handsprings and all this other stuff. Yes, like legitimate gymnastics, thank you. But it's actually, that was really cool. Mm -hmm. The real problem with the Triwizard Spirit Rally is it's mimicked after the movie, Mm -hmm. and the whole thing was like this big hype intro, and then like cool stuff happens. But the problem is when you see this live, it's this big hype intro, and then they're like, thanks for coming, and then they leave. We'll see you later. Nothing happens afterwards. Go right around. So you're like, yeah, let's go. Something fun is about to start, and then it's over. Yeah. It's like Viva La Vida, but a performance. Wow. Where you're like, this is just an wow. intro, right? And then four minutes and 30 seconds later, you're like, that was the song. Bold. That bold was it. Enough. Like, it was just <laughs> drums and building vocals. So there we are. That's why that's the Very worst. Good. But as you mentioned, Celestina Warbeck is fantastic. Such quality. And I think it's a hidden gem because I didn't know that it was a thing mm-hmm. until I did this research, so I've never seen it. Can right. you speak to what the performance yeah, is like? Yeah, I mean, it's it's very, like, jazz-inspired, which is really nice, and there's dancing and music, and just, like, it's a great performance. They created original work for her songs right. because she's very limitedly mentioned in the books yes. and not at all in the movies, if I remember correctly. No, so no, they I'm, had to I don't think so. create a whole performance for her, and I think they did a great job in doing so. Yeah. yeah. It feels like very Motown, Diana Ross, yeah. like Temptations, like backup singers thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's very fun. I'm going to the park on Sunday, and I really want to make sure that I find when the Celestine yes, Warwick things do happen. it. Because it looks really great. Yeah. I love her boa. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. It's a so. good look. Yeah, it's nice. I'm into it. So Wizard I think- fashion is hit or miss, but... Celestina's got it. Big hit. She's doing very well for herself. So now we get into the rides of the theme park. Obviously, the rides are very good. Man, I miss that It's a game. big reason why you go, yeah, roller Gosh, I got to boot game. that up and play it again. Yeah. Hey, Editing Mike here with a little bit of context. At this point, I played a slide that had the logo of Roller Coaster Tycoon 2, one of the greatest games of all time, on display on the screen. And that is the point of us making this little Roller Coaster Tycoon 2-based tangent. Again, as I mentioned in the intro, you can see all of the slides for this presentation at bit.ly slash potterlessww or click the link in the description. A final note about Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 is that Kelly recently downloaded it over quarantine and she put together some wonderful parks, won many awards. I'm very proud of her. Anyway, back to the podcast. So we start with Dragon Challenge. The reason that we start with Dragon Challenge is that it was viciously murdered. It doesn't exist anymore. RIP. So I do appreciate though, because when they brought in Hogsmeade, they took Mm -hmm. over this Merlinwood area and it already had the dragon racing, dueling dragons, which they had to have the dragons go at the same time, but then they had to make them go at different times because people started throwing pennies at each other at this flip. Someone lost an eye. Not a great look. So they just rebranded it as Dragon Challenge because mm-hmm. they were like, okay, instead of these vague dragons that no one's ever heard of, let's make it two specific dragons from the Harry Potter world, and we're done. Yeah, it's the Hungarian Horntail and the Chinese Fireball. Mm-hmm. I got you. Nice. <laughs> Which was your favorite of the two? I would do both because there wasn't really that much of a difference. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. the correct answer is who has the shortest line? Yeah. <laughs> but 
it was a it was a super fun ride. It was really intense. It has now been taken down and replaced by Hagrid's motorbike, which I've heard is very good. I've not been on it yet. So though. I'm the kind of person who does not watch those like point of view rides mm-hmm. before I do a ride. I did watch it just so I felt like I could talk about yes a little bit. Thank you. Yes. I did too. Okay, good. <laughs> it does seem very good, but yes, it was replaced by Hagrid's motorbike, which this like the name of it is so long to do official. Like, oh yes, Hagrid's magical creatures motorbike adventure. Like, I mean, it kill does me. tell you exactly what it is. Like, it'd be like if everyone called the Tower of Terror like. Yes, uh, the Twilight Zone presents the Hollywood Hotel Tower of Terror. Yeah, like, that's ah, just, just call it like Hagrid's Adventure. They're just going to call it like Hagrid's Rad. Yeah, I mean, that's what everyone's going to call it. <laughs> yeah. So apparently it's very fun. It looks cool from the 3D imaging. It's very The Mummy-esque yes. where it's like part roller coaster, part... Physical stuff instead yes, of screens. Exactly, because they have no the screens. Gringotts ride, which we'll get into. Don't worry. It's bad. But <laughs> that one's like all screens. This one, they actually use practical effects yeah. and they have like animatronics and real stuff and it takes up a bunch of space. It's yeah. indoor for part, it's, it's outdoor. It's a long ride. It's it like a is. solid four minutes. Yeah, it's yeah. really long. And apparently the line is even longer. You have to wait for like three hours. Wow, too yeah. long. Super fun. Don't like that. Yeah, especially when it's 98 degrees with a 6,000% humidity in Orlando, Florida. Yep. But happy to be inside. Hey, it's Editing Mike with an update from the relative future for this recording. So as I mentioned in this live show, a couple days after this event took place, I went to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida, and Kelly and I, along with some friends, did end up going on the Hagrid ride. This was maybe a month or two after it had opened, so the lines were still ridiculously long, but we had been to the Harry Potter theme park pretty recently in October of the year prior. So we figured even if we were waiting in line for a whole long mess of time, it was worth it to go on this new ride, which everyone spoke very highly of. So we got to the park right as it opened. And first thing we were deciding, let's just get in line and we'll go on the ride and just get it out of the way. We were seeing that wait times were pretty consistent throughout the whole day. So we figured let's just knock it out first. That's the right thing to do. Well, of course we get in line and the ride had some mechanical issues that caused a brief delay, which then turned into a multiple hour delay. And it was so long of a delay that the people working at the theme park couldn't guarantee that it would be fixed that day. We were flying back to New York the following day. So this was our only chance to ride it, but Kelly and I were determined. And we even got a pass from them that basically let us skip the line something. And we stayed in line, we toughed it out, and we eventually were in there long enough where they let us go on the ride. And we still had these passes to skip it, so I do think we went on it twice. I'm not positive. I think we did. But long story short, we got to go on this ride. It was very exciting, and I will take a little bit of time to review it here. If I had gone on this ride before doing this live show, this thing would have been selected as the best thing in the whole theme park. This ride is incredible. So it's Hagrid's Motorbike Adventure whatever, and as the name would suggest, the cars that you are in are his little motorcycle with a sidecar kit. Basically, you can ride either on the motorcycle or in the sidecar, and you're not strapped in incredibly tightly. Like, it's still secure, but it's not over your shoulders or anything like that, which makes the roller coaster a very freeing experience. After just a few minutes in, I felt like I wasn't even riding on a roller coaster. I just felt like I was flying. It was wonderful. It's all open air. It's really pretty. The track is so smooth, partially because it was brand new, but it was a wonderful ride, and the mix of the physical elements of it, where they've got different magical creatures that you'll see, as well as parts of it are enclosed and parts of it are open. And there's parts, I don't want to give away spoilers of the ride because there's a couple things that you won't expect in the ride to happen, but that part of it is really fun. And it is a really long ride. It is such a fun time. I cannot recommend this ride enough. It's 
easily my favorite part of the Harry Potter world specifically, and it might be my favorite roller coaster that I've ever been on. It would either be that or the Hulk. So it's a really solid ride. It was a wonderful experience. It's probably the most unique roller coaster that I've ever been on. And again, just not feeling like you were super harnessed in made you just feel very free. And that was a very fun time. So this has been an update about the fact that I did go on the ride. And now we'll go back to past Mike, who lived in the sad world of not having been on this roller coaster. But let's go into the other things back to our traditional format. The worst is the escape from Gringotts because it's just bad the mummy. Yes. You go in and it's, you're in a ride and there's something where it's like, you got to go in the bank and hang out with Bill Weasley. And you're like, cool. I I love this. I want a banking job. Sure. You know what I love? That's what I want to escape to my (laughs) fantasy world and learn about. I'm in a big fantasy world. What do you want to do? I want to go to the bank. (laughs) Ah, yes. So you go on this ride and then of course everything goes wrong. All of the villains are there and it's just, it's not, Great, because there's not enough roller coaster. Yeah. It feels like there should be more, but then you're just kind of like riding from screen to screen, which yeah, is... Yeah, Universal has kind of had that issue in recent years where they're doing as little track as possible mm-hmm. and doing everything via screen, which is not great. It, no. I, just the experience is not as good as the tactile experience of having the physical effects. Like, I love the Spider-Man ride because it mixes the screens with those physical effects. Mm-hmm. And I love, the, and we'll get into it, the Forbidden Journey ride, which is insanely good. Right. And I also love the ones like this, the roller coaster hybrid, like the mummy, I think is perfect. Yes. They've got like that creepy guy who's like, oh no, watch out. And then he gets like eaten by a mummy. It's very And then good. they do fun things where it's like, there's a screen and then it's broken glass and then they spritz you with water for yeah, some reason. But Escape from Gringotts, not that great. Yeah. Just ride the mummy instead. But what is a hidden gem, I think, is Flight of the Hippogriff because it is branded as what appears to be like the classic kids ride where it's not that intense and it's really short. Mm-hmm. But actually, it's a fun ride. Yeah. It's really solid. The track is really smooth. You get this like coked out buck beak at the bottom. <laughs> it's like, such a good, it's a but good But he's like, he's like, you guys ready to ride the ride? Like I mean, he's like- ready to go. He's excited for this flight. He's got bird eyes. Bird eyes are creepy. I guess. Yeah. They are dinosaurs. They are. But it's a fun ride. It's nice and smooth. It's good for kids. And actually, if you ride either all the way in the front or all the way in the back, like it's actually like a little intense. It's a little whippy. I like it. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's real smooth. It's super quick, which mm-hmm. is very nice if you're just trying to like get all the rides. It's and also be like, only ever a 10-minute wait. They have the sign that says 10-minute wait, but I think it's just like they painted it that way and yeah. they never touch it. It's never, it's never that long ever. <laughs> and then they just have the little pouches in the front. It's one yeah. of the few ones you don't have to take all your stuff oh, out and God, put it in yeah. a locker. So it's really nice because you don't have to deal with that. There but you have you to go. deal with everything else at Universal. Thanks, people that threw pennies at people on the Dragon Ride. Appreciate you. <sighs> but now we get into the best ride of the park, which is the Forbidden Journey, which I'm sure has a longer name like Harry Potter's Forbidden Journey through Hogwarts Castle, yeah. a land of mystery. Yep, but that sounds right. <laughs> you go in and Hermione apparently has used some sort of charm to make a bunch of seats fly around the castle. Yeah. So you get in and there's four seats and you're strapped in mm-hmm. and they like throw you around in all different directions and there's all like you said there's screen parts there's real parts the screens are all very immersive so it's like those big like curved panoramic things you so you can't really tell for that, do you? no you do not thank god it's not 3D because yeah. like I don't know. No one needs it. Can we just leave 3D behind? And my are we- eyes are messed up. I never get 3D. It mm-hmm. always is like weirdly blurry. So mm-hmm. yeah. it just doesn't do it's it It's not for worth me. it. No. But they do some very fun things. They throw it all around. There's some scary bits. There's big spiders. There's dementors. There's snakes. What's your favorite thing that they throw you at? I really love the Hungarian horntail getting out. And if you sit all the way on the right, mm-hmm. he always blows the fire directly in your face. And that's my favorite part. It's good. Love a good exfoliating fire Oh, blast. for sure. For sure. My favorite thing is there's a bunch of snakes and it's one after the other where it's like a big snake skull, a big snake statue, whatever. And I ride this ride a lot with my buddy, Tim, who lives here in Orlando. Mm-hmm. He has a pass. So every time I go, he goes. And 
he's the kind of guy where he knows every single part of the ride. Mm-hmm. So he will like scream particular things to like amp it up and make it very fun. <laughs> the most enjoyable part of the ride. It's very good because you hit snakes and there's like five of them. Mm-hmm. So like after the fourth snake scream, he'll say something to the effect of, oh, I could take four snakes, but if there was a fifth, I would. And then there's a fifth snake. Yeah. It's like, ah, it's very fun. It's a good time. You have fun friends. He, Tim's great. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm very excited on Sunday. We're going to the park together gonna and we're going to do this. And I'm really looking forward Heck to yeah. it. But the Forbidden Journey is very fun. I will it also say very good ride. the best queue out of all of the rides. Right. Because you're going through all of the like famous rooms from the movies mm-hmm. and from the books and stuff. And it's very, very good. Everyone's dressed in Hogwarts uniforms. Do you know how they pick who gets what uniform? You told me about it, but I want you to tell everybody else. So <laughs> what house you get sorted into when you work at Universal depends on your size. Hufflepuffs are the smallest. Slytherins are the largest. I mean, it makes sense from a logistical perspective that they don't have to keep buying a bunch of different sizes yeah. of the different things. But I do think it's funny, and I'm going to point out, just be like, why are all the Hufflepuffs so short? Yeah. Why, are they, why are the Slytherins so tall? As a very small mean. Slytherin, yeah. I'm insulted. Uh, I'm here. Just buy you, Jake, get a large okay. and a Slytherin. You get a small and a Hufflepuff. Riff go. off the patches and put them on. We got it. Because here's the secret. It's all the same robe. Uh, <laughs> solve the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but the ride is super fun. The line is great because they They've got the paintings of the different uh, headmasters talking yeah. to you. They've got the three squad, like Ron, Hermione, and Harry, who none of which are the real voice actors. Maybe Rupert Grant it's is. Rupert Grant. Rupert Grant is real, but then like Emma Watson is like, hello, and you're like, who are you? <laughs> I feel like they do an okay job of imitating Daniel Radcliffe's yeah. voice, but for whatever reason, I don't know if Emma Watson's from a particular region, anytime they try to imitate her voice, yeah. it's really bad. Yeah, she it, has a very distinct voice. I think that's the problem. Yeah, they haven't found the way to imitate it yet. Mm-hmm. They'll get there one day, I hope. We'll see. But that's the Forbidden Journey, and uh, that's it Yeah, for the ride. Do you want to talk about the drinks and food real yes, quick? Yes, I do want to talk about the drinks and food. Okay. Um, I'm going to just bring it back to Forbidden Journey, because a, a slide with f- end at the end, and then it won't end, is bad. Yes, correct. So the, the drinks at the Wizarding World are very fun. I've only had the butterbeer because okay. it's the same price to get other things like pumpkin juice. And sure. I don't want to drop $8 on pumpkin juice. Okay. That does not sound ideal. But the three butterbeers that you can get are frozen butterbeer, you can get cold butterbeer, and hot butterbeer, but only at particular times of the year, which is very fun. I can't get hot butterbeer in August? What? Why? I know. I want it. <laughs> but it's basically just like a cream soda butterscotch hybrid stuff. Yeah. Of the three, which is your favorite? I am a frozen fan because I do not like carbonated beverages okay. as a rule because I didn't grow up drinking soda. Anyway, um, but I like the frozen and it suits me better when I'm like slurping that down waiting to get on the Ollivander uh, experience. Exactly. The frozen one feels the best normally mm-hmm. when you're at Universal because it's really hot and humid and you're dying, but it's a, like a frozen slushy type thing, which is really nice. Yeah, yeah. But I want to go to the mat for hot butterbeer okay. because a few reasons. First, I went in December, so it was like a clean, crisp, cool 86. Oh, nice. And nice, you could nice. get it. So you're just craving that hot I beverage. I was like, man, it is so almost warm. <laughs> uh, so I got the hot butterbeer mainly because I could because it was December, mm-hmm. but it was really solid. It's basically like getting something good from Starbucks mm-hmm. where they give it to you a little coffee cup. It's nice and warm. And I think what makes it special is that when you go to, or when you read about Hogsmeade in the Harry Potter world, they say that when you drink butterbeer, it's supposed to like make warm you feel you warm inside. Yeah. The warm butterbeer is just nice because I think that like cream soda butterscotch works well as a warm flavor. Sure. I think it's fun. You also just feel fancier drinking it because I think you can only get it from like September through February. So sure. you're like, uh-huh. I'm so exclusive with my hot butterbeer that I still paid eight freaking dollars for. Yep. But I think it's very solid. Have you had any other of the drinks that are not butter? Yes, I had, and I can't remember the name of it, but it's like the green boba one. 
Oh, ooh. And it's a weird flavor. It's uh, like peppermint, but also cinnamon okay. at the same time. And like maybe cucumber mixed in there. Or I'm pineapple. on board. It's one of those. But it's very good and surprisingly refreshing. That's awesome. Yeah, I really I'll like have that. to keep my eyes peeled for that yes. this time around. But thank you so much my for pleasure. joining on and talking about the Wizarding World of Harry Potter with me. Oh, it's, it's a very a fun time. I'm excited on Sunday to go do some research there you and go. make sure that uh, I can go on the Hagrid's ride unless I have to wait more than two hours because then I'm just going to pass okay, yeah. and do some other stuff. You have other things to do. I do have You're other things You're a busy man. I'm so busy. I need to ride the mummy 37 times because it's the best ride. But... Thank you so much for joining. My Everyone pleasure. here, thank you so much for being a thank part of this. Let coming. me talk about the Wizard of Harry Potter. And thank you to Podcast Movement for having me and everyone for doing fun intros and all stuff like that. So everyone should stick around because we're about to keep the multitude train rolling. Whoop, whoop. We're going to do a little bit of head, heart, gut. I feel like there will be a separate intro for it. So I'm going to pass it over to the MC to do his job because I don't want to step on his turf. But before I do, we got to round it out like and every episode of Potterless. And as they say in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, as you're about to get onto the ride of Hagrid's motorbike, Wizard on! Thanks so much. Hey, the new year is right around the corner, or it's past the corner, depending on when you've listened to this, and maybe you're thinking, new year, new me, new podcasts. If you need new podcasts to listen to, why don't you check out some of the wonderful stuff from Multitude? We've got Meddling Adults. Season 3 is coming out soon. We've got Horse, where Adam and I have been talking about all the wild basketball stuff that's already taken place, and it's only been a couple of days since the NBA came back. Spirits has been doing wonderful myth movie nights. Join the Party Season 2 is raging forward. Exolore is creating wonderful worlds and head heart gut has had lovely debates upon debates upon debates. All of these shows live at multitude.productions and you can listen to them there. You can learn about them there and you can find that new show that will make your 2021. Potterless was created by Mike Schubert. It is hosted by Mike Schubert. It is edited by Mike Schubert. It is produced by Mike Schubert as well as Vicky Garcia, Christine, Aaron Johnson, Klaus Lopu, Marchismo, Juan Sanfili, Rosemary, Dodge, Marie, Lisa C. Keen, Audra, Elnor, Curlin, Nikita Power, Rachel Guthrie, Zachary Polito, Alex Consolver, John Cocker, Noel Basile, Claire Spencer, Rory Collier, Veronica Bartova, Lada Bartova, Noah, Tracy Toya, Colleen, Jennifer Marklu, Justin Montero, Jacob Parrish, Maya Gray, Mark Body, Polly Burge, Zena Rosnowski, Harlan Haskins, Noelia, Nikki Harris, Kine, Amanda Alfor, Kafir Shaltiel, Sarah Shedder, Marta Morrison, Maya, Flor Sake, Georgia Davis, Skylar Lily, Adele Ryan, Professor Threat, Ellie Hoskovchova, Michael David Yordi, Kelly Otilio, Kerry Crumpler, Connie Bienkowski, Jen Went, Nedry OS, Will Huser, Marco Cepeda, Marik Rieger, Ashton Gabrielson, Brittany Gutierrez, Fail on the Meadows Family, Ginny from the Block, Heather Langeal, Kevin Stewart, Jarls, Fiven, Pita McGrath, Jen and Rose Daub, Callahan and Daras, Leah Reed, Bella Barlak, Melanie Demi, Becca Spry, Reese Dignan, Adam Graham, Joseph Torp, Lily's mom, Madison, don't call me Nymphadora, Sabrina Balsiger, Sophia Loves Pigs, Farzan Jarabat, Melanie DeGreif, Matt Barger, Okamahime, Boney Pony, Kelsey Gillespie, Rike Mangor Jensen, Taylor Payne, Megan Moon, Riley Kiddas, Laurel Happy, Erica Butler, Miranda, Landon Schwausch, Kendra Hertz, Natanya Page, Yogan Shanley, Darcy Alexandra Harrison, Sandra Rose, Craig McRoberts, Lior Nachum, Demi Lynn, Michelle Spurgeon, Calista Delano, Jennifer Terzian, Henrika Wolf, Delkis, Katrina Smith, Casey Canales, Magan Stempen, Zot, Jack Gitzes, Sophia Leone, Dane Nemcher, Robin Garcia, Chick Parm, Mermaid and her daddykins, Laurie of Ascentin, Gregory Hughes, The Real Stan Shunpei, Call Call, Mother Feathers, Nina Jazalik, Ribbon Monstrosity, Brittany Harper, Ashley Somers, Gavin Miller, Jack Parr, Serenity Allen, Emily Quinlan, Haley Hastings, Sabrina Casanova, Jenny Browers, Laurel, Mazatov Hila, Eileen Gazesh, Annette Pipitone, Kirsten R. Cunningham, Hufflepuff alumni, Brett Clausen, Hunter Gordon, Mary Price, Artemis, Trans People or People, Samantha McNamara, Nina Campley, Tatiana Schmitova, Taylor Roberts, Karis Davies, Little Vomit Spiders Running Around, Tony Joe McHufflepuff, Punkfish, Rochelle Mobs, Wire Warrior, Catherine Carolchak, Steamed Nuggets, and Can't I Potter? Web 
by Kelly Schubert, and the music is by Bettina Campamadas. If you want to find us on social media, you can at facebook.com slash powderless, twitter.com slash powderlesspod, instagram.com slash powderlesspodcast, and reddit.com slash r slash powderless. For any and all information about the show, you can go to powderlesspodcast.com for bonus content. You can go to patreon.com slash powderless. And for merchandise, including the replay of the digital live show that we did this December, you can go to powderlesspodcast.com slash merch. If you want to tell someone about the show, you think of someone that might like it, why don't you reach out, shoot them a message, say, hey, here's this podcast. I think you'll like it. Send them a link or you can leave a rating or review online. Those help a bunch. Thank you again so much for listening. And until next time, as they say in the wizarding world of Harry Potter, wizard on. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.